Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. David Tepper was fined $300,000 for throwing a drink at a fan. Doesn't seem like enough. <laughs> no. An owner in the past was fined 250 k for flipping the bird at a fan. Mm-hmm. I think if you throw something, it's got to be, like, levels. Levels, right? That's that's significantly worse, throwing something than using sign language. He also issued a statement about his drink-throwing incident. But first, let's look at some of the, the repercussions outside of the, the fine, uh, you know, as far as uh, maybe outsider opinion. Here's Chris Canty, host of uh, Unsportsmanlike. You can hear it every morning right here on 99.9 The Fan, National Sports Radio Show. Chris Canty, former NFL player on uh, Tepper, and who would want to coach for that guy? I look at the overall state of affairs down in Charlotte and think about them potentially having to go through a coaching search in the coming weeks, and I just can't imagine who would choose the Carolina Panthers as their first choice when it comes to NFL head coaching vacancies. I get it. It's one job out of 32, but, I mean, this is the absolute last owner that you would want to sign up to coach for in the National Football League, given what we've seen over the last several years from David Tepper. Who would want to coach for him? That's a consequence outside of the fine, right? You might not get the coach you want or have to overpay for the coach you want because you've shown a a bit of your true colors. What about your own team? Shaq Thompson, team leader. He's been hurt for most of this year, but still a Panther through and through. He was asked what he would say to Tepper in this situation. What I say to him? You can't do that. You know what I mean? No, I don't advise nobody to throw a drink on nobody. You know what I mean? That's what it is, but I'll let him address that. But for my teammates, we just got to keep it going. We got one more. got to try to knock the Bucks out the playoffs and uh, at least end this one right. You know what I mean? At least end it right. I was thinking about this based on, on Shaq Thompson because so much hate and vitriol has been aimed towards David Tepper that it almost swallows up all, like, other, uh, if you have an opinion on this subject other than, ah, Tepper's the worst, sell the team, it gets swallowed up into all of the, ah, Tepper's the worst, sell the team. Let me ask you a question. What if a player threw a drink on a fan? Oh, man, you're talking suspensions? Suspension, way more than $300,000 fine. Potentially, yeah, because you're, talk, you're, you're talking game, game checks. And significant. We're talking the kind of suspension that starts as indefinite. Yeah. And, and there's going to be you know, uh, requirements. You're going to have to go meet with the commissioner. You're going to have to, like, to even consider reinstatement. Meanwhile, an owner just gets 300 grand. That sounds so backwards to me. So just uh, that, to me, is a good sniff test right there. Hey, player throws a drink on a fan in anger, not like a, a, you know, a touchdown celebration gone wrong. Like in anger, throws a a drink at a fan. What happens? All right, start there with what you're going to find or do to your owner. Now, first of all, the fine, or second of all, the fine, the 300K, it's not enough to make him sweat. He's worth 20 plus billion dollars. He probably made that on the market today. 
or lost it and didn't notice. Exactly. Like, like 300K, that's a rounding error to this dude. Um, but there is no way to make him. Like, I don't. A million, would that hurt him? Probably not. Two million? He's worth 20 plus billion dollars. I think it's 20.6. We joked yesterday that if you were going to punish him, it had to come in embarrassment. Yeah. It, it had to come with like, it had to be like a fantasy football, you lost your league punishment, right? He had to go up and, and announce the draft pick for the Bears that the Panthers should have had, but they traded away. He has to stand on the side of the road with a cardboard sign that says, yeah, I stink at owning an NFL team. Like it's, it's, <laughs> right? He has to be uh, the, the, uh, drink getter for his friends for the next 20, 20 months, right? Anytime they want to drink, he's got to be the one to walk to the fridge. Like it's got to be an embarrassment thing because you can't, you can't hit him in the pocketbook. He's insulated there with cash. His statement is where I get really mad. His statement, three sentences. I am deeply passionate about this team and regret my behavior on Sunday. I should have let NFL stadium security handle any issues that arose. I respect the NFL's code of conduct and accept the league's discipline for my behavior. End of statement. I hate the middle sentence. Which, by the way, is one-third of the sentences in the statement. Repeat it for the people. I should have let NFL stadium security handle any issues that arose. You were the issue. I don't know if it's that long since he sat in the the regular people portion of an NFL stadium. Trash talk is going to happen. It's just talk. The problem is the person that takes trash talk to physical, right? The problem is the person that goes one step too far. Now, let me backtrack. There is the possibility that the the, the fan said one of the few things that, that – I think everybody would agree, like, all right, that warrants. You got you got to shut that guy up. Mm-hmm. Maybe he did, but I haven't heard anything of that. And usually when that takes place, one of the innocent bystanders around, they get pretty vocal pretty quickly, right? When something like this goes viral, you would have had anyone else in Section 303 or whatever it was jumping on Twitter and going, actually, I think most of us would have thrown a drink at this guy. <laughs> like, like, yeah, <laughs> let's be real. That guy instigated. Yeah, yeah. it it. The person, and barring one of those special phrases that we all know and we can't say on radio, that very obviously mean you deserve to have a drink thrown at you. Other than that, the person that crosses the line is the problem. So having him say, like, oh, I should have let the security handle it, handle you. You were, you were the problem. Yeah. It's you. Now is not time to cast the blame. Be like, oh, they were wrong. I should have let someone else handle it. I was... Yeah, I was basically a vigilante. I'm Batman. I was I was enforcing the code without uh, you know, any kind of authority behind me. I should have let the authorities handle it. it. It's it's not time for that. It's time to own up to it and say, I messed up. The league's finding me three hundred grand. I'm also pledging three hundred grand to anti bullying in the city of Charlotte. Punching down can't happen. You're the owner, you're the billionaire, you're the guy in the suite. You can't – it's not a level playing field between you and the fans. You can't do it. You can't do it. Shaq Thompson said it best. What would I tell them? You can't do that. Yeah. Like, it's – you can't do that. That's just, It's a phrase, and it's obvious, and that's the rule. He, he said, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't suggest throwing, throwing drinks at anyone. Yeah. It's like – yeah, because good advice. Here's the thing: you do that, and there's you don't have that barrier because you're in the visiting owner's suite. You don't have that barrier. 
you're going to catch hands from somebody. The, the right person on the wrong time or the wrong person at the right time. Yeah. You, you, you better better put your dukes up. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm serious. Oh, like, trust me. Yeah. I think we all know people. If they get a drink thrown at them, even that barrier, like you could have crawled over that. Even yeah. that barrier wouldn't have stopped some people I know. Not saying that's the right way to handle things either. I'm just saying, you know, as I tell people that tend to get in, in fights at bars, I go, hey, MMA fighters look the same in a hoodie. You don't know. Exactly. You don't know who you're messing with. He's a billionaire. He probably feels pretty insulated by that, but Bink Bink doesn't doesn't know how much money you have, and, and you know, Pop Pop yeah. doesn't know how much money <laughs> you have really in your doesn't. pocket. Doesn't know. They might not have as much to lose. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. We're here with Coach Pete, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Coach, let's hear about your power plan. Well, Coach Pete's power plan, 22 steps to get you on the right direction for retirement. Also, make sure you have a successful, income-filled retirement. Tim, the next 10 people are going to give that away. No cost or obligation. For the power plan, call 800-691-3215. You can also go ahead and text Tim to 600-700. The phone number, 800-691-3215, or text Tim to 600-700. For the first time, he's only been on the job for a couple of days. Braxton Harris, the brand new Campbell Campbell's head football coach, is joining us on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. Uh, coach, thank you very much for for uh, jumping on the show with us. Congratulations on the job. Hey, thanks, Tim. We're uh, man, we're excited to be back in North Carolina. Be ba- excited to be back at Campbell. W- what was your reaction? We'll go right there. You you spent some time here at, at Campbell. Uh, as an assistant, you, you go do your thing at Houston Christian. Uh, what was your reaction when the offer kind of was presented to you to come back to Campbell? As a no-brainer. Uh, everybody in our family was excited about the opportunity. We built such great relationships there for our time that we were there. Um, and we believe in the people. Uh, we believe that's the best part about Campbell is the people. And, you know, in this business, this is a tough business. Um, but it's a great, great profession in this piece, and people are the key to it. And we know Campbell's got great people, and so we want to be a part of that mission. Braxton Harris, new Campbell head football coach, joining us here on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. As someone that spent time coaching for Coach Minter, how, how do you balance building off of a, you know, the program that a program legend like, like Mike Minter built, but also putting your own fingerprints on the program that you want to put as head coach? Right. Well, you said it best. Mike Minter's a legend. Um, and what he was able to accomplish and able to continue to well push forward here at Campbell, um, we, we want to continue to build upon that. Um, I wouldn't be in this spot, Tim, if it wasn't for Mike Minner giving me an opportunity two years ago to ca- come to Campbell. And so it's, it's not necessarily a looking to the, back, the past, is that we want to continue to be able to push forward and we want to be able to honor the coaches that have come, be- come before us, Coach Minner, Coach Steele, um, those guys, and we want to be able to make it where they're proud of the Campbell football program and how we move forward. It's it's not quite like promoting from within, even though you're from the coaching tree, because you, you did go take that year uh, as a Division One head football coach at Houston Christian. What, what did you learn about being a Division One head coach in, in that season, you know, kind of elsewhere before you came back? Man, how much time you got? Because I mean, we could talk <laughs> for days about that. Uh, you know, probably my biggest takeaway is, is this. As a head football coach, there's so many demands upon uh, upon that position and if, if me as a football coach and me as a person, if I don't take care of myself, first and foremost, I can't take care of the people within the organization. And that's probably one of the pieces that I've learned the best uh, and try to get better at in my career is making sure that, that my family's good, that I'm being a good dad and being a good husband. Um, that way I can be the best head football coach I can be. We're talking with Braxton Harris, new Campbell head football coach, joining us on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. Um, 
your recruiting background is pretty impressive. Your time here at Campbell, uh, including last year at Houston Christian, near the top of all the FCS recruiting rankings. Well, what is the secret sauce there? Like, obviously, <laughs> there, there's there's something you were able to sell about Campbell, but you were also able to to sell something about a you know a place down in Houston. So, how do you connect with recruits and get them to sign on that dotted line? Well, I, I think it's, it, you just hit the nail on the head. It's about a connection, and that goes back to relationships. And, you know, the old saying in this business is, you know, kids don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And that's the, that's the same in, in recruiting is that we got to be able to build relationships with the high school coaches. That's what we're able to do um, there at Campbell's. We built great relationship with high school coaches. We want to continue to be able to do that when we get to North Carolina um, this time is we're going to recruit the Eastern Seaboard um, and we're going to recruit those kids, the local kids that are from North Carolina. And we got to be able to keep them in state. And it comes down to those relationships. And at the end of the day, they're picking people. They're not picking a building or they're not picking a location. They're picking people in recruiting. Obviously, your your background's on the defensive side of the football, and, and you you had a hand in that. You know, some places online listed you as a co-defensive coordinator and head coach at Houston Christian. Right. Do you see yourself um, that involved in the defense or, or maybe taking more of that bird's-eye view head coach look? Absolutely. Here at HCU, we had a defensive coordinator. He did a great job here. Um, we had a staff that did a great job. My job was to, to kind of get that bird's eye view. My job is to be able to oversee and make sure the mentality and the mindset of our football team is ready to go play a football game on Saturday. Now, I'm 39, so I'm not too old yet, and so I still like coaching <laughs> football. So I get, I get my hands dirty in some special teams a little bit and uh, try not to mess up the good guys, the smart guys around me, that's for sure. Braxton Harris, new Campbell head football coach. I like to hear that, Coach. I, I like a coach that gets, gets dirty in practice. Uh, <laughs> hey, now you come watch practice. I'm going to be running around hollering, screaming, and I'll have my shirt soaking wet. Um, but we're not we're not going to be in Texas, so it's not going to be 110. I'll feel like it's a cool breeze when it's 95. All right. Well, I'll check back in with you in the middle of camp because it, it gets a little – actually, you know, it gets a little toasty here in North Carolina. Uh, hey, I'll, I'll, tr I'll take it any day. Houston <laughs> was 110 with 110% humidity every day. All right, well, I, I, get a, I get the feeling I know where this is going to go, but, but I want to ask it anyway. Uh, you know, I played college football. I know college football coaches love their, their mission statements, their core values, their team identities. In, in a few sentences, when we're talking about the Camels this year, next year, here on this show, like how do you describe what you want us to be saying about your team? Uh, yeah, that's a great question. We, we want to be accountable in everything that we do. Um, this day and age in college athletics is that these guys are given so much and it's a great opportunity. We want our young men to be thankful and grateful for what their opportunities and we want them to do something with it. We want them to give back. We want them to, to show that they care and they show that they care about being involved in the community, the community there in Harnett County but then also making the grades in the classroom to be able to do those things. And see, winning is not just a, a one area. Um, it's in all areas, and it's who you are in that spot. And so we want our guys to be accountable, and we want to be persistent in their pursuit of that um, excellence. Um, and we want them to not be able to slow down, not be able to give up, not be able to be deterred in what they know that they can go and do. You, you brought up today's game, like today's college football. Uh, that might be the first time today's college football has been brought up without following the words NIL or transfer portal right after it. Uh, in, That's right. In today's college football, what is your take on the portal? How active will you be? I, I think the, 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 it doesn't matter my thoughts on it because it's here to stay, right? 
and the intent is to do what's best for the student athletes. And that's, that's the end all be all. We get into this game of coaching because we want what's best for our student athletes. We've got to be able to find kids that are attracted to the things that we have to be able to offer at Campbell. Um, we're going to recruit the best kids in the state of North Carolina and they may go power five and they may go elsewhere, but we're going to recruit the heck out of them. And if they get into that portal and they're looking for opportunities, we, we know that they're going to come back to those relationships that we built with them in recruiting and we want them to be able to come back home and play for their home home state in that spot. Braxton Harris, New Campbell head football coach. Uh, coach, uh, I look forward to having these discussions about the Campbells uh, throughout your, your your coaching tenure. But there's a lot of NFL fans in, in the area also. We talk a lot of Panthers. We talk a lot of draft. Uh, Houston Christian, Jalex Hunt on the Senior Bowl roster. Uh, obviously a feather in your cap, right, helping to develop NFL talent. Good to see. Uh, but for the NFL fans in the area, what type of prospect, maybe a hidden gem, is, is Jalex? Man, he's a stud. He's an absolute stud, and he, his best football is ahead of him in that spot. Um, to know to know Jalex is, is to know more about all the things that he puts into it on and off the football field. He'll play on all four special teams um, in, in, the, in the league in those opportunities. We had every NFL football team came to our field this year to watch him play. Um, and the work ethic that he puts in, he just, he's just a diamond in the rough that's going to continue to get better. You put him in, a, in front of a pro in the locker room and say, watch that guy, and Jalex Hunt is going to soak it up. And, uh, and, you know, most guys in college, they're already hitting their peak. Uh, Jalex Hunt is nowhere near his top ceiling. And I can't wait to watch for his future and how it goes. Coach, we appreciate you for taking the time. I know it's a busy time setting your staff and, and hitting the recruiting trail. So uh, good luck with all of that, and we'll check back in later this offseason. Sounds great. Can't wait to get there and see you guys. Once again, that is Braxton Harris, head football coach Campbell. As of just uh, yesterday, I believe, the, the announcements were made. Uh, he's back at Campbell after spending some time there on Mike Minter's staff. This time he's coming back as the head coach. So congratulations to him on the job. And uh, as, I mean, you, you just heard it in his voice, right? He knows the deal. Getting the head coaching job, not exactly a finish line. It's kind of a starting line, and, and he sounds ready to put in the work. I love a coach that, you know, puts their hand in the dirt a little bit in practice. Love it. Some Sometimes the CEO coaches make sense. They're the the overview. Sometimes you got to get down there and show them the technique yourself. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.